Hi and welcome back to That Happy Habit, the podcast. I'm your host Meg Goodman and we are getting into some pretty cool topics today. Um, today I'm going to be discussing body image alongside my mum. I think it's a really cool chance to share perspectives from different stages of life and people who have been influenced by social media differently over time, um, along with just having a completely different outlook on it and also being able to share what I've learned from her, what she's learned from me and compare and contrast ideas. But before we get into that, I do just want to give you a bit of an update as to what I've been up to for the last fortnight. Um, so I've been back at work full time for the last two weeks. So it's post camp, um, definitely exhausted post camp. I was knackered, couldn't be bothered going back to work. So that was a mission. Um, and then I decided on that that I would quit my school holiday program job because it was just becoming too much and I was feeling overwhelmed about the holidays. And I was like, it's a school holidays as a teacher. I shouldn't be stressed about that. So we moved on from there. Um, excitingly, we got a kitten. So we got a little baby Yoda. Um, he's actually just sleeping on the bed next to us right now. He's very handsome and he's very new. He was a stray, so we're just um, trying to get him used to that love. But he's very sweet and very special. I've wanted a pet for a long time, so I'm really happy. Um, mum's down visiting obviously that's why she's going to be recording with us so she's staying with us for a week which I'm really happy about because I moved away from my family when I was 17 so it's nice to actually spend some quality time with family when I get a chance um and finally today is my birthday so I turned 24 today which is overwhelming terrifying and exciting all at the same time um, but I'm extremely grateful. I've lived a pretty epic life so far, and I think 23 was my best year. I've made a little reel on Instagram to summarise the last year, but all in all, 23 has been my best year yet, so I'm beyond excited as to what 24 has to offer me. I will do a podcast probably next week. I reckon it'll be next, maybe a bonus one. We'll see how we go. Um, as to 24 lessons that I've learned when I turned 24. But I thought with mum here, this is a really cool chance for us to get into some topics that we both have fantastic ideas on. So I hope you like it and let me know what you think. All right, let's get into the episode. So we are discussing body image today. Um, and I do want to differentiate right off the bat. So we're not talking about self-love. We're talking about your perception of your body. Um, mm. As we've both my mum and myself have been on big journeys as to learning to love what we look like. There is a difference to loving who you are inside and loving, well, I clicked my ankle, um, and loving um <laughs> loving your body and being able to look at yourself and go I appreciate every inch of me so mum and I are going to delve into some topics I've written some questions for you but firstly Fiona Goodman do you want to introduce yourself who are you hi everyone I'm Fiona Goodman <laughs> I'm Meg's mum I'm also very nervous <laughs> um, I'm really good at one-on-one conversations and but new to this whole um speaking the truth out to everyone not just keeping mm. it amongst yourselves I think this sharing world that we all live in now is fantastic, fantastic. So I'm an IT contractor now, and I also contract gardening to help out some of my landscaping friends um, that I work for. And I'm the mum of four amazing adults and learning all the time from them. <laughs> it's pretty cool being, I suppose, now that we are all adults, we all bring something different to the table. So we're like, I'm very different from my siblings. <laughs> I think, yeah, 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 very different, but it's very cool. Yeah, so 
let's get into let's some of this body image stuff. <laughs> right. Um, what does body image mean to you, Mum? Okay. I had to really, we talked about the differentiation of body image from self-love because they, they're two, for me also, two completely different things. Um, it's just, you want to look at, I mean, ideally you want to look at yourself in the mirror every morning and compliment yourself. But we live in a world where that doesn't happen. No. Um, so body image has been a battle, a battle mm. for years and years, trying to be what someone looks like in a magazine. And now... Um, actually, we'll, we will talk about social media in another Yeah, question. we've got a social media yeah, question to go but into. But body image was what was in magazines, what was on television, um, having hair like Farrah Fawcett, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> things like that. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's so interesting because body image to me is my perception of how I would compare myself to others. So I wouldn't even look at things. I actually would probably go directly more to friends um, and how I struggled with the comparison of looking at my friends and going, I want their stomach or I want their hair rather Mm. than ever being happy with what I have. Mm. And that's something that's only come in the last year, finally being happy with the way I am. Do you know, once upon a time, that was the only way someone could ever compare their body image yeah. there was no social media there was very few magazines and newspapers yeah they like black and white photos so you couldn't see much um so it was that was the only way and they pro- that was probably no good but now that's better yeah it is what we have now yes because people can change the way they look online so it does not actually mm-hmm. the truth yeah yeah how would you say that your relationship with your body has changed over the years so versing when you were younger and there was no nothing going on pre-kids okay pre-kids um growing up I probably exactly what Meg has said I it would have been a comparison um with what my friends looked like and of course genetically we're all completely different I'm quite tall and strong and um and then we've got little you know I had little friends and oh you know it's I, even funny calling them little friends little because friends, because you shouldn't even yeah. call them little because no, everyone's yeah. got their own battle going on so if there's no little no big you're just you just are who you are and it doesn't matter the little big concept really messes with me because I go, well, I actually shouldn't refer to myself as big. Completely. Why do I even call myself the big friend? I had a, I, I was a, ch- a chubby kid, um, definitely, and I my nickname when I was growing up was, in my family, was Fatty. <laughs> so how, how did set, that set me up, right? <laughs> set you up from the beginning. Yeah. Day one from the um, siblings. It just it gave me this thing that having that, layer on me wasn't good but you know what hell it's healthy you just oh I don't even still don't understand it it's crazy it mucks up with your brain Mm. labels like that really muck with your head and they're they're not true they're just what someone else is saying so this is pre-kids pre-kids then then pregnant of course I've had um four Four. babies so I've um my body's given me amazing things and I I'm uh, the journey, the roller coaster journey of putting on weight on when you're pregnant, and and um, I think it's just a journey, and you just you have to learn to love yourself at every stage. Because your body's doing some, doing those amazing things. I had an epiphany not so long ago when I was doing a, um, I did a yoga course just to for myself for for self growth, and I was walking along the beach, and I just went, oh my gosh. Why have I never noticed before? My body is amazing. I have poured poison into it year after year. Eaten poisons. I've 
I've pushed it to exercise. I've run a marathon, like pushed it beyond its mm. limits, of, and yet it still works and it does everything for me. Yeah. So now I've 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 turned a corner and realised now that I need to appreciate it and love it and give it good things and so it's feed it well and less about what it looks like and more about what it's capable of. Completely, yeah, yeah. and because yeah, amazing, it's interesting talking to you about it because I'm at the stage where I haven't had kids yet. The most change I've had is hitting puberty round one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. and then again, I think at thirty, nobody tells you this, but at thirty, your hormones do a whole other wavelength thing as a woman, and your body changes shape again. So you actually nobody prepares you for the fact that I'm not supposed to look like 15-year-old Meg. 15-year-old mm-hmm. Meg is an entirely different person because her hormonal, hormonal makeup is entirely different. 15-year-old Meg had A's. 24-year-old Meg has double D's that sometimes turn into G's when they're out of control. <laughs> and you, I've broken a bra. Like, nobody prepares you for that. <laughs> and it's never, ever the same again. So don't ever, don't ever kid yourself that you're going to get back somewhere. It's ever-changing, and you might you might go to a new place that's more amazing but you you never get back what you had it changes all the time and it's not about going back no so it's cool to. to reflect on that pre mm. pre children like pre pre adult right because I'm only turning into an adult now yeah and I still don't even view myself as an adult I feel like a 12 year old sometimes and then I'm teaching them yeah Yeah, exactly so then we briefly earlier we touched on social media so I want to know because you obviously you were around before social media well there was different types of social media I guess it was newspapers and magazines Mm. it wasn't on an iPhone and that the, you have constant stars, to. And the movie stars and, and stars or famous people and those were famous people. There was there were famous people and normal people. There's a whole mm. lot of steps in between now where you're a little bit famous. Micro-influencer yeah. And, yeah. and then whatever the heck I am. <laughs> so those people were, were still kind of, they seemed unattainable. They were yeah. actually extraordinary people, which they weren't, but it wasn't like you weren't close. Even Nobody normalised them. Yeah. There was no normalising of them. Yeah. And now I look at all the stuff that you see on social media and I, some of the bodies that you see. Um, and to me now, I've actually given up on that because I just look at them and go, they are not real. This is completely ridiculous and unattainable. And why would it, you want to make that your life's daily purpose to look to like look like that? Why are you wasting your time? This is yeah. a waste of time. You've got way better things you can put your energy into. Yeah, I was telling mum um, earlier that I was listening to another podcast, and I'll share it in our Facebook group later on this week. Um, but I was listening to another podcast about a famous influencer, and she said that she looks back on the things that she shared, and she said she was an anorexic twelve-year-old from the looks of the way she looks. She goes, "I was twenty years old." Who was she goes? I mentally felt like I was twelve. Who who was supposed to listen to me? And what I find so interesting about that is that she herself hadn't comprehended her own body or her body image, and she was still putting herself out there, still trying to look like the others. And then when she got pregnant, she said, "Who's going to listen to someone when they're fat?" So she felt like she couldn't be herself. And then was scared. So as soon as she gave birth, she got straight back into it, wanted washboard abs. And I was just like, that's crazy because she felt within this area, she felt a pressure to look a certain way because she was an influencer, not the other way around. So she wasn't influenced by people. She was pressured to look a certain way because she was an influencer. So I was like, how can we take that pressure from influencers who are feeling pressured to be influencers? It's just a... And if you look at the people that you... 
if you actually looked at the people that you were attracted to, like um, that you thought you might want to hang out with, they have got. I mean, okay, we all probably do want to hang out with. What is <laughs> some Pedro about? Pascal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you've seen The Mandalorian, yeah. you'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> or The Last of Us. <laughs> but they're just. It, it comes from the inside. They're people who are who are beautiful, and they emanate beauty from 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 their eyes and their smiles. And mm. It's nothing about how anyone looks. It it's a vibe. Isn't. It's a radiation yeah. vibe. It's not a yeah. We don't care what you look like anymore. Situation. It's so interesting though, and I do find that um, as social media changes, people share different things, and they they want they want to be perceived a certain way, and then you get this whole Instagrams are highlights real, but it's actually not anymore for a lot of people. A lot of people share everything on Instagram, their highs, their lows, their what they look like when they're sitting on the couch. I remember I shared this reel before Christmas and it was me sitting on the couch and I lifted up my shirt and I just grabbed my tummy <laughs> and I was like, this is normal. I'm a normal person and I'm going to eat my Christmas ham, my Christmas pudding. I'm going to eat four meals today and feel uncomfortably full because that's what I like doing on Christmas. And then realising that however I felt towards my body didn't actually impact my eating. It shouldn't impact anything to do with me. And I've learnt, even then, we don't own a mirror in our house, and Mum finds that really weird. I know, it is quite strange. Yeah, so I don't, we don't have a mirror. No, there's a bathroom one, so you can still watch yourself brush your teeth. Yes, but there's no, like, I don't have a full-length mirror in this house. And I've noticed one thing I do less now is I look at my reflection less. I don't look and sit and pick at what I look like. I put on an outfit for work. And if I don't like it, I'll know by putting it on. Or Josh will tell me. So, <laughs> she did, which is good. And so it's learning that you actually have to trust your intuition and who you are. And and you needed to remove that limiting belief that the way you feel about your body should change who you are and the way you present yourself. And like I would never wear shorts in a singlet to the gym. And I know I've talked about that before, but that's such a big milestone for me. Because mm. I always thought I was huge. I thought I was just this ginormous body dysmorphic blob that couldn't do anything and and now I wear, I'm in a crop top sitting half my guts hanging out in shorts and I couldn't care less because I love every inch of it and so that's come to self-love but also being able to look at my body and appreciate it and go well I'm strong I'm a strong person and that's cool it's yeah. not about that yeah sorry we went on a tangent there oh, yeah. Yeah. sorry yeah. yes we'll refer back to the questions <laughs> um, so next one we had was what impact has alcohol had on your body image? Um, so I'll just do a quick sum up of Mum and I, very quickly, because we were gonna we were questioning doing a discussion on alcohol, but we felt it would be better in a year's time once we've both settled into it a bit more. Mm. Um, but we've both recently stopped drinking as much. Um, we've stopped drinking to a point that we just like alcohol now. So we drink it when we like it, not that we need it. If it makes sense. Yeah. And- yeah, definitely don't need it anymore, and and actually to the point where if I think, oh well, I'll treat myself, it's not even a treat because it's actually just okay. It doesn't do what it used to do for me. No, anymore, and I don't know how that switch happened, but we will talk about maybe that in a year's time. Yeah, we just wanna we wanna learn about it a bit more from ourselves it, first. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but we do think it's a cool point to touch on because we've watched our change of going from drinkers to non-drinkers. How our body image has been impacted by that. Yeah, look, the biggest thing for me is your eyes are brighter and um, you're less puffy and and I get compliments on how, like, I just look good and, and there's nothing, not a lot of physical stuff has changed, maybe I've lost a little bit of weight, but seriously, it's Minimal. just the fact that I think 
you're you're glow you're glowing and you're you're not you haven't been dulled by a hangover or or yeah. the actual alcohol in your body itself. I can't it believe the things you. I used to do hangover. It, makes it really makes you dull. <laughs> yeah, and I find it um, interesting because a big thing that lost like, that I've lost without drinking is my anxiety. Um, I've lost that whole anxious feeling, mm-hmm. and I used to feel so insecure about the way I looked, so I would drink and then I would get confident so I felt that I couldn't be confident about my body image without alcohol so I wouldn't wear certain things unless I was drinking for example I wouldn't wear a crop top unless I was drinking because I wasn't ever comfortable with my stomach until I was drunk so for me it was a more of a mask and just to be clear we've gone on this journey to test it out ourselves I think I can speak for Meg also because we weren't happy with the amount we were, were drinking ourselves or the way we acted when we drank alcohol. Mm. Um, but, you know, for those of you who still casually or, or drink however, whatever and however you want, and you're okay with it, then cool beans, just carry on. It's but different for everyone. It's different for everyone, and I wasn't comfortable, I know. And, and it was the same. Change. Yeah. There needed to be a change in my life, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when we do go into it, it'll be cool to see. You'll be able to un- understand, I think, more. But I definitely think the body image side of it really changed for me because I couldn't even look at myself when I was hungover. I just hated the way I looked so much. It's fat pants hoodie, hide. Being hungover is such a waste of time. Mm. It's a waste, a waste of your beautiful time. Which beautiful you Sunday. We could be hungover right yeah. now on my birthday, but we're not. <laughs> we're because not. We're yeah. sitting here with my kitten in the sunshine, drinking a cup of coffee. Yeah, let's yeah. let's chuck that one for another uh, another, another save that day. Schedule yeah. it for another day. Um, the next one was, what would you say to your younger self? Oh yeah, I found this one really hard about body. We're back to body image. I I found this one really hard. I I battled, like I said, right from when I was a child. I was called nicknames. Um, I don't know what anybody else I mean it's the same old thing what anybody else says isn't true and and what you start believing if things are repeated to you start to believe it where there is no true true right there's no correct body mm. we're fighting for something that's not real so we'll just leave the race and go and do something else that's more that's more interesting and yeah and and doesn't hurt you yeah, yeah. I really like that, what you said, whatever you get told, he'll believe. Yeah. And that comes to the positive affirmation. Yeah. If you tell yourself enough that you feel comfortable in that and that you're confident and that you love yourself, you will. Yeah, why are we believing what other people Why do we say? believe? Why do I care if old Mix Watts' face down the road has said, oh, she looks fat today? Because someone's, someone's made him believe that his way is the right way of thinking. but it, It's actually not. It doesn't matter. No. And... And it, it also comes to the fact that it actually it, all it cares about is how you feel. And if you love the way you look, who cares what anybody else thinks? Because their opinion's actually null. And don't you you're not you're not going to jump right into self love, no body image love. You, you'll never like it's a journey, and I and I'm still on that journey now. You don't go from zero to. I love the way I look. <laughs> oh, and it comes in waves, and especially as yeah. women, mm-hmm. we go through a cycle Hormonal. every month. Our mm-hmm. hormonals change every single month, so you're going to have a week where you feel like a goddess, and then the next week you're going to feel like a ton of trash. But just go, I don't know, pick something every day that, that, that you, you love. like. It, it just be could be that you've had a pedicure and your toenails look great. Well, just... I'll tell you, that's wow. not my feet. <laughs> something something every day and compliment something really small and the smaller you start the easier it's going to feel Mm. it's not as overwhelming um and 
any last last points you want to add before we go to the recommendation? Oh, are we already there? Yeah, we well, already are. Them. I know it's less overwhelming <laughs> than you think, hey. No, I'm I'm good. Okay, so I missed the um in the intro. I missed the recommendation, but we thought that could be a cool chance for Mum to put in a recommendation rather than me. Okay, so I came down to Queenstown. Oh uh, Christ, no, where are we? Dunedin. Dunedin. <laughs> on a little on fire because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm reading this amazing book, Meg. You will love it, and I bought it for uh, already a couple of my friends and a couple of them getting for birthdays she gave it to me for my birthday (laughs) um it's um actually and it was originally recommended to me by um a good friend and i got part way through and got put off so stick this one out it's actually not hard to stick out there was a factor in there that put me off a little way through um i won't talk about but that's every book everybody has a little thing everyone has something that gives them a neck this woman is amazing and she just she speaks really openly um about right through from self-love body image all stuff bringing up her children um but the big lesson i got from it is step into your knowing you know you know inside you already what you should be doing um or what you want to do just start trusting yourself and step into your knowing it's it's an amazing book so it's called untamed by glennon doyle Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Well, I'm excited yeah. to read it and I'll make sure that I leave a little comment in here for the listeners when I have read it so that right. I can give my opinion too. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a recommendation in a month's time. <laughs> Doesn't count if mum recommended it, I can do it again. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, thank you so much for joining us today, mum. Oh, Fiona, I should call you so not just calling you mum. Well, you're welcome. Thanks for listening. All everybody. right. Thanks, team. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of That Happy Habit. I hope that you have enjoyed the content and you've been able to take something away. If you have any questions, queries or comments, please feel free to message me over on Instagram at That Happy Habit. We are building a community on Facebook as well. So if you want to become a part of that, please head to That Happy Habit, the Facebook group and come and join us there. Along with all of this, if you have time, please leave a review, rate, comment and subscribe to our channel. Thank you so much. Bye.